Hey, I'm Fat Roland, and this week we meet Greg, Morag, and John. Who are these people with their names and stuff? Let's find out. This is Hey Fat Roland, a podcast about meeting people. In episode 8, I talk DJing with event organising supremo Greg Thorpe. What to do with maps with psychogeographer Morag Rose. And we explore the world of the digital with theatre maker John Clark. Between all that will be me and producer Lee waffling about Simon Mayo and a man in a loincloth. Greg Thorpe curates events, Drunk at Vogue, Queer Review, Manchester Pride, Superbia. He knows where the party's at because he is basically the party. What secrets could he hold? What gossip must he know? I've, I've no idea. We just talked about Scrabble. Hey, Fat Roman. Hey, Greg Thorpe. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. We, uh, this is like, is this being on the podcast, is that like... One of the crazy parties that you have. Is this as wild? This is wilder. As, as drunk as Vogue and drunk at Vogue and all that kind of it's stuff. It's wilder. There's a semi-deflated balloon just to my left. Um, so, that's, that's and rude. this is the start of the night. So things are going to get pretty that's crazy. A bit, bit rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I'm overweight, but that's <laughs> a bit offended. Um, how many times have you been at one of your crazy parties? Yeah. Uh, like drunk at Vogue or, or, or Superbia. Yeah. And uh, you've just played Scrabble. Uh, well, quite often when I'm DJing, I, I try and make it look like I'm deep in thought choosing my next record, but sometimes I am playing Scrabble over Facebook, or just checking my notifications. Or just a full Scrabble yeah, board yeah, yeah. behind... Uh... Yeah, a full portable Scrabble board <laughs> yeah. underneath there. Uh... Scrabble on one side, yeah, yeah, Monopoly yeah. on my, the other side. My CD is actually, my CD player is actually hollowed out, and it's got like backgammon or whatever yeah. I feel like playing. Yeah, and when people come over and it looks like they're making a request, they're not, it's just they're making... I once, I once had a boob instant DJing. Oh, really? So I used to DJ. Yeah. Um, and I stopped because I got bored. Right. Um, and I didn't. Because you didn't have a board game. Didn't have any like board games. Yeah, you're not playing I mean, in the head there. I don't know what Scrabble is. I've heard of it. <laughs> right. But apparently it's a game. Right. Yeah. I don't understand. Is. Yeah. It's a. Um, I was DJing and this one woman came up to do a request and she had big boobies and then she put a boob on each of the <laughs> records and the one that was playing stopped and all the music stopped. Did she beat that? She, like, that's she... hard to do at the best no, of times. No, she didn't, no. Even, didn't even like scratch or anything. I was DJing once and I didn't used to do an 80s night and I had to take over from a house night that went before me. Like Those things obviously happen in the wrong order. Yeah. And this woman came over and she was furious because I opened with Five Star. And she came up and she was yelling at me. She was like, no one's going to dance to this. And when she turned around, the whole dance floor was full of people, yeah. like, practically formation dancing. I was DJ like, knows best. Yeah, I was so DJ happy best. with myself. What yeah. five star was it? It was uh, Systematic, the 12-inch. Did you play, ever play any brass? Uh, no. 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 Why not? Well, I, Boss was actually the first album that I bought. I spent the whole <sighs> summer helping my dad dig the foundations for our extension. And at the end of the summer, he drove me to Cobweb Records and said, buy an album, whichever album you want. And I bought Push, the first Boss album. That's amazing. That's amazing. When will I be famous? Yeah. I or... put my back into that record. <laughs> like, a lot more than Bross did, to be honest. <laughs> Quite frankly. Yeah. Bross, if you're listening... 
try harder. Like they're coming back, so we should they be are. nice. Oh, yeah, 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 good point. Are we all, with all three members or just the two? Well, that's what that's what I think. Are they yeah. going to bring Ken or Craig, whatever it's yeah, called? Yeah, without Ken, I feel like it's not Bross. It's not, just Goss. It? Goss. No. Gross. It should just be called Gross. Gross. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd like to apologise. I'd like to apologise to Gross. To, to Gross. <laughs> yeah. To Gross. For any, any offence. For brought. all offence. Yeah. Sorry, Bross. I love you. So you uh, you have to juggle lots of things. Yeah, I do. I like... Uh, so mostly I, I put parties on and nice. I write and I work at Superbia, which is the Manchester Prize calendar of cultural events that runs all year round. So I help other people put events on too. And like what? secretly, my favourite thing is a, an event with like 15 people in a room talking. Oh, that's nice. But what I end up doing is like the launch party for Meltdown Festival. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, so out of like putting on parties yeah. and writing yeah. and doing the prize stuff for Superbia, yeah. which, which which of those three, Greg Thorpe, has the most, let's wait for the question, has the most jelly and ice cream? Oh God, well, you'd be surprised. It's actually writing because I need a lot of jelly and ice cream well, to get a short story out. Jelly on the left side, <laughs> ice cream on the right. Yeah. If you're DJing, that would be scrabble on the left the side yeah. and monopoly yeah. on the right. Yeah, absolutely. But in this case, jelly yeah. on jelly is the scrabble. Yeah, to get this right. Jelly's the scrabble, and ice cream is the yeah. monopoly. Yeah, absolutely. Now, jelly would be an acceptable word in the scrabble, but jello would not because it's a trade name, oh, and it's a okay. hyphenate as well. So but just just be careful out there. Just be careful out there. Like Jay's like <laughs> four points or something, is it? I don't yeah, know. Jay's a whopper. I totally yeah, guess. It's that. like it's like seven or five. Yeah. Eighteen. Someone will tell you. Eighteen points. Yeah, it's eighteen points. How many? How many? How many points? <laughs> Greg thought this is. I'm glad I've met you. This is helpful. <laughs> if I get this wrong, I'll feel like such yeah, a fraud now. You've got to get this right. Yeah. This, this is for one point. <laughs> uh, how many points in Scrabble is Hey Fat Roland? Hey Fat Roland would be. Um, uh, while Greg thought works this out, here's that, some that, music. I can't, I can't answer that because I don't know if it goes over a triple word score. If it does, it's 112. I'm going to say 112. Is, is it yeah, correct? Yeah, I've, I've put it over a triple correct word answer, score. Correct yeah. answer, you've got a point. Thanks. You, you win a prize? Not even a point. You don't have point. I haven't got a prize. Can I have the deflated balloon at least? No, you can't have that at all. No, no exactly. does that come back? Don't be rude about me like that. Terrible. Final question. Three word answer. Uh, what is better, best, moving or shaking? Because you do both. I like moving. You like to move it? <laughs> yeah. Everybody does. You like to move it? <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. 80s, was it? That no, was 90s, was it? Yes. <laughs> Triple words, guys. Producer Lee has made so much money from, from Hey Fat Roland, he now only speaks to celebrities. Here, he talks about the time he met Simon Mayo. The radio presenter, what's on the radio? The broadcaster, Simon Mayo. Are mm. you familiar with him and I his oeuvre? Aware. I am aware of Simon Mayo's oeuvre. I met Simon Mayo once. Did you? I did. Oh. Yeah. Um, I haven't met many celebrities at all. I don't I, but he's one that I have missed. It's good that you've elevated him to celebrity He's status. definitely, he's definitely a celebrity. So what, what he's, he's in the podcast community, Simon Mayer is a celebrity. He is. What did, what did happen with the Simon Mayer? So I was at a music festival. It was mm. a while back now. Um, 15, 20 years ago, maybe. Yeah. Um, and I was at a music festival and it was in Northamptonshire. Yeah. Uh, near Corby. 
Hope um, he's taking notes, Mayo. Take mm. notes. Incidentally, what, there was at the same festival, I met uh, Don Estelle from It Ain't Half Hot Mum. Yeah, I don't know what that is. But well, that's, so, that's, so, that's a story for another thing. So what did, how so, did you do what happened? Um, I was wearing my Blackburn Rovers uh, football team shirt. Okay. And just walking about, enjoying the festival. Being a football lad. Yeah. Wee. Pop it in the goal. Wee. Pop your bum. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, I heard this voice sort of saying, excuse me, familiar voice saying, excuse me. I was like, uh, yeah, hello. And it was Simon Mayo. Ooh. And he was like... Uh, you're wearing a Blackman shirt, you're from the north. Oh, oh, hey, oh, oh, oh north, aye. And I uh, went, yeah, yeah I'm, from, yeah. yeah, I'm from the north. And he was like, great, we're just looking for uh, uh, some people oh. from the north to interview. Right. For the BBC. He was obviously there doing something for the BBC. Some token something. northern people. Some token northerners. And I was like, yeah, of course, I've got we're, we're, talk, we're talking this week about gobbles. Have you got an opinion on gobbles? And bread. Uh, gobbles, gobbles and bread. Gobbles and bread. <laughs> bread cobbles. And that's amazing. Yeah. So I said, yeah, I want for that. I had about was like an hour and a half for the yeah. next thing I was going to see. So it's like, oh, great. Can you just go down to the production van? It'd just be a bit of a wait, but we want to find a couple of others, some more people come, and then I'll come down. And round we'll round up all the northern people. And yeah, round up the them. northerners. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they're going to get yeah. boot us out and say, you don't belong here. So uh, I went down to this production van and yeah. just sat down outside that's waiting. Great. It was very exciting. I was like, oh, I'm yeah. going to be on, on the radio. Because that was before podcasts, which is like any old idiot. I know. Any old idiot can get a podcast on. Any old <laughs> idiot. Literally any literally old idiot. idiot. But on old school radio. Yeah. Something, isn't it? Well, gels. So I was, I was um, well, sitting there, two two more people came, and it was a guy from Newcastle. Aye, 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 aye. And a Scots person. Aye, aye, That's my impression of a Scots person. Which is, you know, he, he won in northernness. Yeah. And uh, we sat there. Great. About 45 minutes. That's good. And uh, no Simon Mayo. What? Maybe you... he was still out rounding up uh, northerners, I don't know. You had trouble with the Mayo whereabouts. Yeah, he did. The didn't. where may abouts. Where may abouts, yeah. He, uh, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't come back. Oh, ooh, he's a... Ooh, he's so a... so oh. after, after about 40 minutes, we were like, should, should we go? <sighs> so... We, Ooh, Mayo. We, we just went. Mayo, listen, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast, Simon, Simon Theodopolis Mayo, I know, I know that's your middle name, Simon Mayo, if you're listening, you, my friend, I'm going to, sorry about the language, Lee, producer okay. Lee, sorry. We can always bleep it out. We'll bleep it out. We'll bleep it out. You are, Simon Mayo, for standing up, Mr. Lee, a cakey flipped. Yeah, cake. I've called him that. Cakey. It's a cakey flipper. Well, that's a bit strong. I'm sorry about that. That's that I, I had to be said. I mean, I'm angry. Technically speaking, he might have stood us up, but we also stood him up. Yeah, you bogged off, didn't we you? We all bogged off. Do you know? I can't believe you did that to Simon Mayo. You, producer Lee, you are uh, a cakey flipper. That's told you as well. That's fair. I think it's fair. Yeah, it's yeah. A fair, it's a fair assessment. I'm proper dishing it out. Yeah. That's what all people in the Just dropping drop truth bombs. Dropping drop truth bombs on the Simon Way and whereabouts and whereabouts. And mm. um, so, have you listened to Simon Mayer since? Are you, are you scarred 
by the experience. I've excised his voice from every moment of my life from you've, then to now. You've wiped the wittertainment from your memory. I don't even know what that is. Don't, what, what even is what, that? What is it? What is it? Don't what even is know. It? What um, would they even do? So... This is an open invite to Simon Susan Mayo. No, 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 that's your middle name. Simon Mayo, you need to come and talk to producer Lee about being proper northern. Yeah. Cobbles. And bread. Bread. Bread cobbles. Bread cobbles. Brobbles. Brobbles. And uh, that's what happened when I met and then didn't meet Simon Mayo. Bread cobbles, bread cobbles, bread cobbles. Morag Rose belongs to a collective called the Loiterers Resistance Movement. She's a tour guide inspired by psychogeography and DIY maps. We snuck next to a chapel hidden off Oxford Road in Manchester and did these words at each other. Hey, Fat Roland. Hey, hey, Morag Rose. Welcome. Welcome to my plastic bag. Um, this is uh, in the plastic bag there are questions and it is now your job to pick out questions from the plastic bag they're on pieces of card go for it let's do question one Excellent. on this professional podcast I'm, I'm channeling strawberry switchblade and smash it's in 1984 so that'd be good classic yep. yeah uh, first question <laughs> if trees are made of sticks why don't dogs chase them? I'll just, I'll just repeat, repeat <laughs> the question for the audience. Uh, Morag, if trees are made of sticks, why don't dogs chase them? Because they like peeing against them. Oh. And why would they bother chasing their own pee? Oh, wow, that's, oh, that's, that's amazing. Why? Well, it's question two on the podcast. Why don't jog, dogs <laughs> chase their own pee? Why? <laughs> I think let's leave that as a rhetorical question. <laughs> because they're not as romantic as you would think. <laughs> no, no. But basically, the dogs are beautiful. No, they just like we. No, they don't like we. <laughs> they don't like we. They're not... Oh, you're saying we's romantic? <laughs> no, that I'm, wasn't I'm, what I meant. I'm following the, log, following the no. logic of this. And um, we... Morag finds we very romantic. <laughs> That's now recorded. And you can never take that away. Let's have Morag. question two. <laughs> I'm not married. <laughs> um, Morag, Morag Rose, uh, latest news this week: married a urinal. Anyway, let's, uh, question two from the bag. What do the symbols on a map mean? I'll just repeat the question. What, what, what do, what do the symbols on a map mean? This is far too much the wrong question for me. You, but you because, do, uh, you are, you do, you mm-hmm. do. Now I know this, mm-hmm. I've been looking it up on the oh, internet. I... You do psychogeography mm-hmm. and you do tours and stuff about yep. all the alternative things that happen in this city of Manchester. Mm-hmm. So I presume you do that by having a map in front of your face and then following the map exactly as the symbols say. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> if I if I use a map, it will be of a different city or completely made up things, because I would say the symbols on a map are they're about power and they're written by whoever wants to tell you how you should see space. Wow. And I'm much more interested in how you should feel it. So I would say the symbols on a map mean rip this up and. Um, follow a dog or something instead okay, so screw screw you symbols 
<laughs> trying Indeed. to rule us yeah. with your with your tourist information and, <laughs> yes. and your churches and so, get rid of all that and just have a dog having a wee. That's, yep, that's absolutely. Ne- follow, yes. <laughs> follow your dog wee dreams. Foxes are even better. If you can find a fox, they know all the best places to hang out do in they? the city. They really the bins. do. Yeah. Very good. That's it, basically, just bins and Back alleys, bins back and places. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Bins and holes. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> That's my life, Fat Roland. How did you know that? <laughs> bins and holes. Third question from yeah. Plastic Bag of Truth. Yeah. Do you have a career? No. <laughs> Chucka Khan. The third third question here on the Fat This Week, this fortnight, this Fat Pat Run podcast. Shaka Khan. I feel for you. Oh, that was good. That was an advanced answer. That, uh, for those listening, that uh, I feel for you is a hit by the popular singer Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan? Shaka Shaka Khan. Uh, Fourth question Uh from the bag. This might might be the last one. We might make this a good, hopefully it's about geography. And there we go. Okay, (laughs) so fourth in-depth answer on the fat roll with more agros uh, here comes the question are you ready listeners here's a qu- yeah, listen very carefully to this one here is the question now pardon pardon i'll just repeat <laughs> the que- question for for the pod, for the listener pardon what <laughs> good answer good answer i think we might need another quite final question so that was a really bad one to go out on uh, that's not helped at all. Um, last last question is... Would you like to join our mailing list? Are you just, <laughs> what are you just asking for your tours? Yeah, oh, I don't oh, know. I don't know. Uh, I don't have a mailing list. That would be far too obvious and organised. Okay. <laughs> would you... Well, I'll repeat the question. Would you... Well, we've got to have an answer. Yep. Um, would you like to join our mailing list? I'm assuming it'll tell me where all the good dogs are, so yes, please. Dog, a mailing list for the location of dogs. Yes. Not, not for foxes, because we know they're all in holes and bins. Absolutely. But do- dogs are following the scent <laughs> of the wee. No, they don't like wee. Do they like wee or not? I can't remember what the... I, I'm really... I, I don't like wee. I'd just like to point this out. It's, it's a useful thing sometimes, but generally... <laughs> just uh, for the podcast listener, Mike Rose... Likes dogs and foxes, but not urine. <laughs> yes. There, so that's the answer to that. Not to be outdone by producer Lee's Simon Mayo revelation, I tried to one-up him with my story of the time I sat on a big, beefy man at a circus. Take that, Mayo. So I met a man... On a bed of nails. Was he on the nails or were he, you? He was on, he was on, I was on the man and he was on, the, the man was on the nails. You were standing on the man? I was, it was at a, a circusy thing that I went to when I was quite young. Right. And there was a guy on a bed of nails, like wearing, like, it was a, a big mound of flesh. Like he was just, like he was just, you know. He was quite loin a... cloth or something like right. that. Right, so he was quite a sizable man. Quite a sizable beef, a, beefy guy. Wearing a loincloth. Wearing a loincloth, lying on stage on a bed of nails, and then they they called out to the audience, who who would who would like to 
come and sit on the block. And then uh, they chose... So, so how old are you? <laughs> 28. 28 years I old. Was, it was last week. <laughs> it was last week and I was uh, doing my podcast. Um, no, I was I was quite young and yeah. I I got to go on stage mm-hmm. and I got to sit on the man on the bed. I think it was on his thigh. I specifically remember that was sat on his do, thigh. Do you think you do, you think you the, do that now? I, I'm not... Well, I don't these, think you these could. Days, it seems I, a little yeah. intimate, that, doesn't no, it? No, it's a bit weird. Um, yeah. And then there lots of children sat on him, <laughs> um, on the guy in the bed and nails. That's a very... That's a... But I don't understand. I don't understand how, like, if you've got something fleshy and flat on yeah. something pointy, that the pointy bits don't all burst through, and then they burst through the guy's leg, they're not my child bum through my eye. Because, like, that's how, that's how points work. And that didn't happen. So what was no. going on there? Well, I'm I'm no expert on the science of it. I, I suspected so. But I think it's something to do with keeping a, a you know if you were to just stand on the bed of nails, you might go through it. But if you're yeah. lying on it, or like all your weight is equally balanced out over the whole thing, so it, it sort of eases out. So when they sit the small children on. They're probably careful to balance them out, you know, sit on the four corners of the person, of the man. It's very, it's very when, important when in a loincloth to balance out children sitting on you. Yeah, what, four, four corners are away from all the danger areas. That's true. And child, what, that's child protection, that. If that is, that's good, solid... Mm. Uh, solid child protection, Good, yeah. solid child protection. Um, if, but if I then, if you were standing there in a loincloth, um, then... And I came at you with like a rack of knitting needles, like, and you weren't expecting it because we were just like, oh, let's, let's record our podcast. That's you, and I'm going, yes, yes, yes. Let's let's record our podcast. That's me, mm-hmm. and and then you go like, oh, I'll go over here. We record a podcast here, and I'll be like, yes, that's a good idea, Lee. Let us do that. So that's that's how we talk normally. That is how we normally talk. Yeah. And then and that's suddenly. Correct. I came at you like proper rammed you into the wall like a whole rack of like evenly spaced knitting needles. You you would burst like a bad balloon. It would yeah, it would depend on how on the force in which you propelled me onto the knitting needles. Sufficient I... force. Although to be honest, I have a, have a sneaking suspicion if they were plastic knitting needles that I might snap them. And I would only use... Because uh, I'm pretty hench. I would only... <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I was at... Oh, I would only use uh, knitting needles uh, made of, like, crystal yo. All right. That, 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 would, that, would, that would kill me. Proper ones. That would kill me, yeah. I would do that. Yeah. Well, I know, at, you'd, at I know, you'd, I know you'd do that. I would do that at you. you know, I think the only thing stopping you is the cost of creating a wall of crystal nails. If if um, if I if I instead came at you were like oh let's do the podcast and I was like yes yes let's do the podcast and then I suddenly came at you with like the same thing like a big rack mm-hmm. but like instead of like the like the crystal like really cool kitten needle knitting needles mm. it was like a rack of like big beefy men in loincloths. And I slammed you against the wall with like sixty-four of them, eight by eight. I can do my maths. Yeah. yeah. Then would you, would you then kind of pop like a, a diseased watermelon? I don't think so, because I think you'd, you because they'd be evenly balanced out, so the force would be the force would be equal. 
Okay. So and I think I'd rest on top of them like a man lying on a bed of nails. And and all, and all of those two, which experience would you enjoy more? That's a good question. What the so the like just lying on a bed of nails? No, me me attacking you with knitting needles. Right. Okay. Or me attacking you with beefy man. I think I'd probably go for the latter because there's the opportunity to to not die on that one. So you want me to come at you with the beefy man. This is producerly exclusive. Exclusive <laughs> on the podcast, and that that is exactly what happened when I sat on a man. On a bed of nails. Performing artist and theatre maker John Clark did a show called Hashtag Digital Goy for the Greater Manchester Fringe. Let's let's meet him by speaking words at his head. I I know all all about hashtags because I got a Bebo account and everything. Hey Fat Roland. Oh scary. Hi. Hey John Clark. Welcome welcome to the speaking into this microphone. You your your show was called hashtag digital goy. Yes. Ha- has, hashtag digital goy. That name of three words which raises John uh-huh. Clark. Yes. Three questions. Okay. Well, okay. These are these. these I'm going to do the three quite as quickly as possible. We've only got five minutes, so it's important to do this a bit quickly. Okay. Well, number one, what is a hashtag? No, I, no, no. Wait, I'm not finished. <laughs> well, no, number two, what what is a digital? And number three, we all we all know what a guy is, so we'll do that as well. What number one? Question one: What is a hashtag? A hashtag is like a um, noughts and crosses board gone wrong. It's also on phones post uh, 1990. And you put it into you put it into MySpace, and then people can click on it and learn about Donald Trump. Is that that's the hashtag? Yes. Also, yes, it's a search function, right? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. So that hashtag you searching on MySpace. MySpace, does that still right. exist? That I don't thing? think it exists anymore. Is that not a thing, Bebo? We're showing our age, man. Mm-hmm. You put it on AltaVista, put, <laughs> put it into AltaVista, and you can search for everything you want to search for. What is your what is your favourite favorite hashtag, John Clark? God, it's really, really... You know, uh, oh, God, being put on the spot. Yeah, you've Hashtag me, being put on the spot. That's minus five points. So... <laughs> So that's hashtag being put on spot.com on my space on AltaVista. Next question, it's going very well. Next question. Next question. What what is a digital? What what is it? What what is it? No one knows. It's the future. I don't know. I'm I'm quite old, you know, and so I'm playing catch up, playing catch up. But I guess it starts with TVs and progresses to to Twitter. You know, it's all digital, isn't it? And I think the young young people of today, uh, they're just all digital folk. They're all they? n- digital natives, they call them. Yeah, digital. yeah. They were born online. Yeah. They were born made of pixels. That's right. We are of the generation where, in our day, you just had you had two bits of wood, and you you banged them together, and that was that was your that was your online, wasn't it? Yeah, just starting a fire, just had two twigs and rub them together, and just just do some, you know. Arson you know, and, fire, and uh, setting fire to buildings. Uh, my God, my favourite pastime as a kid. 
I love that. I hate build. Oh, I hate buildings. Don't, hashtag. Hashtag. Oh, I hate buildings. Why? <laughs> fire. Fire is also um, information for for the podcast listeners. Fire is not digital. No, fire is really very much analog. Very much analog. You know. And third question. Third on the podcast. We all. Well, we'll know, we know what a goy is. G O Y is one yeah. of those. It's obviously one of the, it's a kosher name for one of the things you put your food on. You know, with the wheels and the the the, the TV screen. But what what do you think is a a goy <laughs> as part of your title? <laughs> that's exa- exactly that's exactly what what a goy is. I'm gonna I'm gonna see you at synagogue later tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I gathered that. No, a goy is a, a mildly offensive term for a person who is not Jewish. Is it a bad yeah. word for a pod podcast? Uh, well, you told me not to swear, so so oh. it's it's mildly offensive. Well, it's it's another word. It's another word for, for gentile, uh, yes. which is a name for gentle people. Is Absolutely that how it works. Absolutely. So yeah. So, so if you to conclude this enlightening interview, where we've all learnt nothing, lots of things <laughs> on on the podcast. If you got together a hashtag, which is on AltaVista and you got a digital which is a child and you got a goy which is offensive what what put those together what do you what do you have what do you get you get a great night out oh that's a good plug that's yeah. a good plug for the show that's professional oh yeah that's very oh, yeah. very professional Climb my best Climb my best did you have any other titles for your show that you thought about and then you ended up with this one no, no, it was it was titled for me. My my friend gave me the title. It was just great. It's very funny. We found it very funny, you know. You you may, you may not get the joke, but but me and my I mate know. like really were like crying, you know. It was so funny. We we had we had to do it. We how could you not do do this show? Hashtag digital goy. It's such a funny title. I I in many in many ways in John Clark in many ways I'm laughing inside. Good, not not good. necessarily on my face, good, that's but good. I'm laughing in inside me and under me, but not on on top of me. Under you, okay. Yeah. Thank you very <laughs> much. It's minus five point. The points isn't a thing. That's making it up. That was Greg Thorpe, Morag Rose, John Clark, and producer Lee. Only two more episodes to go in this series. Who will appear? What what words will be said? How much of it will go on fire? And could you even tell I had a stinking cold for this whole recording session? Stick around to find out. Make sure you subscribe. Why not tell a friend about all this before the season is out? Find me at fatroland.co.uk or come back in a fortnight's time for more ha- hashtags, new name now, new name, hashtag bebo.com, hey Fat Roland. The Hey Fat Roland podcast was written by Fat Roland with additional material by Lee Moore. It was produced for the internet by Lee and Ian. Hey Fat Roland.